Well, happy Mother's Day. What a privilege it is to come on this Mother's Day to honour today those who have been the backbone of many, many families, who have cared for children and have been the model for us in the world in which we live. Just the last couple of days, I've been thinking about my mum who uh, passed away over 50 years ago and just thinking of the the qualities that she exhibited to us as a family of nurture, of care, of love, very much protective. And I'm just so thankful to look back over all those years and know that was my mum. Today, we continue the series of the I Am's and this one fits so well with uh, what Jono has been preaching on. And it's John uh, chapter 10, verse 11, where Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. How appropriate it is that on Mother's Day, we consider Jesus as the good shepherd who's watching over us and guiding us on life's journey. And so today, I am the good shepherd. Let's hear the word of God from John chapter 10. Verses 11 through 16. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and they know me. Just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in the sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice and there'll be one flock and there'll be one shepherd. And may God bless to us that reading of his holy word. As I was thinking of this message, I realised that when you have a shepherd, you of necessity must have sheep. And so this means that today we will look at the role of the shepherd, but we'll also consider the responsibility of the sheep. And so initially, I want to speak about three things about the Good Shepherd from this passage in John 10. And the first thing I see is this. From verses 11 through 13, the Good Shepherd cares for the sheep. I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And remember in the setting in which we find ourselves this morning, Jesus is, is having a dialogue with the Pharisees. The people who should have been his representatives, and yet Jesus sees them as so full of their own importance, and they really aren't the good shepherds he'd want them to be. And so he's making a contrast between who he is and who they are. I, I guess we see, as we look at the Pharisees, they are religious leaders so 
filled with their own importance. There's a sense of arrogance that they have and they have forgotten that their primary responsibility is to be shepherds of God's family. For them, it was more about rules and regulations, not about compassion, not about genuine love, and not about care. I often think of the, gen of the uh, Pharisees as whose people who say full of themselves, and I often say they're probably people who would go to church looking miserable and leave looking worse. Then they'd go out and they'd talk about the joy of the Lord and yet they looked like they'd been sucking lemons all week. And I think there's a sense where we realise that they didn't have the joy of the Lord in their heart and Jesus is pointing out to them, I am the good shepherd and I will show you how to care for the sheep. And so Jesus is making a real contrast between himself and the Pharisees. The second thing I see in this little uh, message of Jesus is that the good shepherd is entering into a very personal, loving relationship with his sheep. John 10, 14 and 15. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus is saying, as your good shepherd, I bring you peace, I bring you safety, but he says there's more I give you today. I want you to give you a loving relationship and I want to build a relationship of intimacy with you. Jesus says, I want to share that affection and that intimacy just as I know the Father and the Father knows me. He says, that's what I want to share with you. There is unity and there is love. There is complete joy and harmony between the Father and the Son. And Jesus says, I invite you into that relationship with me today. If we are his sheep, that, my friends, is, his, is our privilege. And what a beautiful picture this is of unity with the Father himself. The third thing I see in this particular uh, little passage in John 10 is that the good shepherd is on a global mission. John 10, 16 through 18. And Jesus said, And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them. They will listen to my voice. And remember, Jesus is addressing the Jewish religious leaders and the fold that they know of is the Jewish people. And Jesus is saying, but there are others outside the fold who I need to go to reach, and that is the Gentiles. And today we recognise that Jesus, the Good Shepherd, he's on a global mission and he's on a journey to restore people to himself. I am so thankful that the message of Scripture 
right from the very beginning is that of the redemption of mankind. Jesus wants us to be with him. The good shepherd is doing everything in his power to make it possible for me to come to know him, to become like him and to desire to be with him. And so today we can say, thank you, Jesus, for being the model on how we can live our lives. And that is what Jesus would say to you and me today. But then I asked the question, what does this say about sheep? The Bible refers to us often as sheep. So I think we need to understand something of the way of sheep. Sheep are interesting creatures. They are not renowned for their intelligence. I have often said that if a sheep had a brain, it would live in isolation. Sheep are known to wander aimlessly. They're just looking for food and as a result often walk into danger. They are defenceless, they are helpless, they are timid, they are scared, often anxious and very stubborn. Of all the farm animals and the domesticated animals, sheep are the only ones that have never been made to carry loads, to pull carts. All they can do is be sheep. And if anything would characterise a sheep today, it is their absolute necessity for protection and for provision. Here today, sheep are not meant to be burden bearers. And I want you to hang on to that. One thing we can learn today is that the burdens of this world, the struggles we face in life, the anxiety of life in our current world and the personal situation you might find yourself are not to be left on our shoulders. We have a great burden bearer who would say to you and me this morning, cast all your cares upon Jesus because he, the good shepherd, cares for you. Isaiah 53 verse 6 tells us we all like sheep have gone astray. And you know that and I know that. And I was just thinking this morning how the devil has developed a beautiful art or a pretty sneaky art of being able to pull the wool over our eyes and say we don't need a shepherd. We can do it on our own. But reality is we can't. I guess as we are here today, we might not desire to be sheep. But I wonder, can we relate to them? So often in life, we are dumb, we're stubborn, weak, scared, anxious, helpless, and in desperate need for someone to care for us, for someone to guide us in life. And I am thankful today that we have a good shepherd who not only guides us, 
but he is the great burden bearer. We are here this morning watching on television or whatever we're watching or wherever we're watching. I don't know your heart this morning, but I know someone who does know your heart. I don't have the problems and the answers to the problems and heartaches in this world today, but I know one who does and he longs to carry your burdens because remember, he's the great burden bearer and we like sheep are not meant to carry burdens. Jesus would say to you and he'd say to me today, I am the good shepherd. And he says, will you trust me with your life today? The reality right now is that we live in a world that's gone crazy. I don't think we could ever have imagined what our world would look like, would look like in shutdown mode. I wonder, can we even begin to imagine what is going on in the hearts of people? You know, being shut down was okay for the first week. I think people are getting past it now. And we don't know what's going on in the hearts of people. But I want to say today, the only safe place to be as sheep today is to run into the very presence of God and be still in his presence. I want us to consider this in 2020. Did you know that more people are watching church online than we ever see physically in church? And that's a good thing. One Christian bookshop just recently said, for the month of April, their sale of Bibles was up by 120% on last year's sales. And I guess this proves one thing, that man's extremity is indeed God's opportunity. I love the old hymn where the chorus says, safe in the arms of Jesus, safe on his gentle breast, there by his love or shaded, sweetly my soul doth rest. I think it's wonderful to know that we have a good shepherd who wants us to be with him. To conclude this morning, I just want to share two stories and then read a very special psalm. My daughter, Wendy, has a little dog called Missy. Missy loves to come and visit. And so when Wendy comes to our place, she lets Missy out and Missy runs with great excitement to the house because she knows when she gets inside, I have treats planted around the lounge. And so she arrives and she rushes to find them. Then if Wendy's gone and Missy's there with me, she spends an hour or two hours, whoever it is, however long it is, she just sits on my lap and absolutely loves being cuddled and patted. But eventually Wendy comes back home, back to our place, and you hear her car coming and you hear Missy's ears prick up. 
when Missy hears Wendy at the door, she starts to get excited. But the moment Wendy comes inside our house and sits down, Missy wants nothing at all to do with me. She just wants to go and sit by Wendy. I, I, I long for the fact that every one of us would have such a close relationship with our Lord. It doesn't matter what's happening around us, that all we would want to do would to go and to sit at the feast of Jesus, the place of complete safety. There is a place of quiet rest, the old song says, near to the heart of Jesus. The second story I have is this, where I read the story of a shepherd in Israel. I don't know whether it's a true story, but I thought it must be true because I read it in a book. But then, if it's not true, it still fits what I want to say. The story went like this. A shepherd would have a little lamb that would just keep wandering away. And try as he might, the shepherd could not get the lamb to stay with him. And the story went on to say that if that was the case, the shepherd would take the crook that he used to carry and he would break the, the front legs of the little lamb. Then he would bind it up and plaster the leg and until those legs healed, the shepherd would carry that lamb everywhere. Because the shepherd knew that now he was responsible for its welfare, its food, its water. And when the legs were healed and the shepherd could remove the plaster, there had been such a bond of love between the sheep and the shepherd that the sheep would never, ever want to wander away again. It sounds a lot to me like the story of footprints. And if you haven't got that, find it and read it. I guess there are some ways in which this virus pandemic that's hit our world and our country has left many people broken. But at this point in time, we can know the Good Shepherd is carrying us. And he longs to draw each of us to himself. And I guess my prayer, if you are going through some struggles today, would be, God, take me just as I am and not only carry me, but Lord, help me to become more like you and to grow in you. In this day and age, to me, God is still the only one who makes sense. The good shepherd is still the one who's watching over you. And I know today people are looking to God for direction. And I would want to say this morning, thank you, Lord. You, the good shepherd, you are still on the throne today. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. As I said, I want to just finish with this little psalm that we know so well and love, Psalm 23. Listen to these words and maybe you need to go and ponder and just think what these words are really saying. 
Listen to it as I read. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That, my friends, is the good shepherd at work. Many years ago, I heard Noah preach and he used this, uh, illustrate these, these few words of those four words, the Lord is my shepherd. And you'll see here, and listen to it this way, the Lord is my shepherd. He leads me. He leads me. The Lord is my shepherd. He owns me. I'm his. The Lord is my shepherd. And my privilege is to surrender my life to him. And finally, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. Folks, we are safe in the arms of Jesus. And Lord, today we would say thank you for being the good shepherd. On this Mother's Day, as we celebrate our mums in isolation, however we're going to do that, as we celebrate the fact that good shepherd is our saviour and he walks with us and he guides us and he leads us, may we together know the good shepherd nurturing us, watching over us and leading us by his spirit. God bless you on this very special day.